0: This is, oh boy, boy, how did that start off? This is, this is Beckett Milhaven just saying, and I'm Tom Becker going through puberty.
1: Hello, McGraw Millhaven Milhaven here on the Big 550 KTRS. Good morning and good afternoon and good evening to our podcast.
0: First of all, first of all, this is a podcast, you don't know where you're at right now, do you? I mean, you just, just started. The, you started this off like it's a morning show, like it's a, like it's a morning radio program, and it's not. It's a podcast, and yeah, we're on KTRS uh, like for an hour on Thursday nights, but we're on the podcast 24-7, seven days a week, and so you which just. Which is why,
1: like, which is why I say good morning, because some people could be listening in the morning. Just say hello. Hello. That's what I said. Okay. Anyway. God
0: it's gotta be the gotta be the all the smoke from Canada's gotta be getting to you. Man, that by the way, why isn't your camera on? Why can't I
1: see you? Not that oh, I want uh, to, but yeah. Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't comb my hair this morning. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Let me turn my camera on. So there we go. Oh all right, did, right. There You're we right.
0: Go. Well, you're right, you didn't comb. Okay. So anyway, so um um uh this smoke from Canada. This whole thing and the the, the temperatures that are like a hundred one Phoenix is going to be 117 or something today. It's uh, the longest that they've had uh, over 100 degree temperatures in its history. And uh, I mean, it's just uh, the the weather is just amazing right now.
1: What's amazing to me about the Phoenix weather is that it's the 10th day in a row where it hasn't gone under 90 degrees. Yeah. At night. Uh, Yeah. 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 That's nuts.
0: There's nowhere to go to uh, relieve yourself from the heat.
1: I tell you what, St. Louis weather is not bad. It's kind of nice at night. Neither, actually, neither is Omaha. We, <laughs> we had we
0: had we had we got some rain, so the rain cleared up the smoke from Canada. So that you know, so the air is at least looked somewhat uh, you know clean now. Although this past weekend it was awful. My God, this weekend it was like living in downtown L.A. with the uh, the way the sky looked. Um, and now I hear that Atlanta is the same way. This smoke is not all the way down to Atlanta.
1: Yeah, no, crazy.
0: A- a- have you seen, I'm not, maybe I've just missed it. Have you seen any pictures of them even trying to put this fire out in Canada? Have you seen well, any?
1: I, it's the size of Ohio, some of them. So I don't know if you can put it out. You just got to wait for the weather to come and put it out. I think what? they're just, I mean, I don't know. How do you put out a fire the size of Ohio? Um. Well, that's a great question. But uh, are you even trying? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's just- yeah, I don't. I, I I think there's. Well, there's also a let it burn policy. Um, but and I, it's not like it's affecting. Uh, you know, I haven't heard any news that it's you know headed down to you know Montreal or Vancouver or something. But it's just, they're just sort of. Doing what they can to sort of contain it, I guess. There's not much it, you can do otherwise.
0: It does. It doesn't just. It doesn't just slip o- skip over Canada and start. Um, you know, hitting New York and Chicago and Omaha and. Uh, I mean, are you getting it in? I imagine you're getting it in St. Louis if they're getting it in Atlanta.
1: Well, and we're getting it? some. Yeah, not. It hasn't been. Uh, maybe two weeks ago, it was worse than it is, but it hasn't been too bad the last couple of weeks.
0: Here's the thing that I don't get, and maybe you can help me out with this. All right, I doubt it, but maybe you can. I know the whole argument about whether climate change is man-made, whether it's natural. And, you know, I am I believe the scientists, but I'll also say, hey, they're not infallible. Maybe this is just the way of doing things. Maybe this is just natural. Maybe this is what, uh, you know, uh, the God or the planet or whatever you believe, you know, wants it to be. I mean, we had an ice age way back when, you know, we've got that. Other... Maybe
1: it's Mother Nature just wanting right. to be hot. Right,
0: right. right. So, uh, so give, be that as it may. What is the harm in treating it like it's man-made? What is the harm in, in actually working to try to stop all the pollutants going in the air? What is the harm in trying to stop, uh, you know, the the, the, the the gases and the coal and, the, uh, and uh, everything that goes with this? Is there really any harm in that? And if it is just Mother Nature or God's will, there's nothing we can do about it anyway— But if it is man-made and we don't do anything to try to stop it, or at least slow it down, or at least help it in some way, uh, are we being stupid?
1: Well, let me answer that question with a question. All right. Let's say somebody knocks on your door and says, the shingles on your house are causing cancer, and you have to spend $30,000 to take off the old shingles and put on uh, a a, uh, a metal roof because your roof is causing cancer. And you say, show me the evidence. And they say, well, uh, even if it doesn't cause cancer, wouldn't it be smart to just redo your roof and charge you $30,000? You would probably want to see some proof that your roof was causing cancer. Before you spent thirty thousand dollars to fix the roof,
0: but I would say I would say that uh, the vast majority of the vast majority of um, scientists believe uh, that it is at least uh, the very at the very 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 least uh, exacerbated by man, and that uh, I mean you know the military is treating it like it's a very real thing.
1: I mean, I, I, I no, see no, no, the- no, 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 no. you you're changing the argument. You're saying no. The experts are saying it's causing cancer. Your question was: Even if it's not causing cancer, why wouldn't we do it? And the reason why we wouldn't do it is because it's a pain in the neck to change things for no reason other than somebody claiming something that isn't necessarily true. You're saying it is man-made, therefore we need to change.
0: No, I, no, I'm saying I'm saying that. What is the harm in treating it like it is man-made? And and I see your I see your point, except for the fact here's where your analogy falls flat. At least one of the ways, probably many more that I haven't thought of yet, where your analogy falls flat. And that is that um, by changing to a – and working towards a greener environment, that actually creates jobs and actually can be a, a, a stimulator for the economy, yeah. whereas a $30,000 expense for a roof is just money out of your pocket.
1: No, no. I mean, there are some jobs that are created by green energy. There are some jobs that are dis- are destroyed by by green energy. There are some jobs that are cr- created by selling thirty thousand dollars worth of metal roofs. There are some jobs that are destroyed by buying a thirty thousand metal thirty thousand dollars metal roof. So, wh- what are you talking about? I mean, it's picking and choosing. Well, the 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 the, the truth is this: is that
0: Guess I, 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 guess, I guess I was looking at it from the perspective of me being the one making the changes and paying the bill uh, as opposed to looking at it as a job creator. Because you're right I mean jobs do change based on the economy no doubt about that
1: and and and, and when it's your own money, you're a little bit of more hey hold on a second I want to make sure we're actually doing this for a reason look I, I I think the 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 ship has sailed um you can find a scientist to to tell you anything you want but um, the overwhelming scientific no!
0: Wait, 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 wait. I want to stop you right there. You can find a scientist and tell you everything you want. I'm not going to say that's not true. But at the same time, you've got to see what are the majority of scientists saying? What is the evidence showing you? And just because you, I mean, look, there were podiatrists that saying the COVID vaccine doesn't work. I'm sorry. I want to trust the people that are specialists in, um, you know, viruses versus a podiatrist who says it doesn't work. You know, well, he's a doctor. Well, okay, fine, he's a doctor, but that's not his area of expertise. So the majority of scientists that focus on this are indeed saying that it is, and again, at the very, 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 very least, it is exacerbated, it is increased by uh, humans. And, and it, again, it,
1: it. It's shocking you're not married. <laughs> what? Talking about trying to change the topic. What I'm not trying to change the topic. I was in the middle of saying the exact same thing you were saying. That there are scientists who you can get to, to to agree with you. You know, if you want to agree with a scientific topic, you can find a scientist who will tell you what you want to hear. But the overwhelming majority of evidence is in, and that is is that there is some type of climate change going on where you're seeing. Uh, places that are more severe droughts. You're seeing other places with severe rain. You're seeing other places with severe heat, other places where uh, uh, you know, the, the oceans are, are warming in places that we've never seen before. Clearly something's going on and the amount of carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide and whatever else we're spewing into the atmosphere clearly is having an effect on things.
0: Well, first of all, I will ask
1: What we to- do about it, I don't know.
0: I will, ask the listener, I will ask the listeners to um, decide this. Uh, the way he started the conversation by saying you can find a, a scientist and tell you anything made it sound as if he was going to uh, poo-poo the idea that these scientists are actually saying that climate change um, is, uh, is
1: man-made. Uh, well, funny you mention that because one of the issues is cow poo-poo that is creating all the oh, right
0: yeah well you're right <laughs> i i think we're talking about two different terms there but uh yeah
1: all right then there right, you go The
0: methane gas, and that that's an issue too that which is sort of interesting uh yeah the cow farts we're worried about cow cow farts when it comes to our environment but um
1: all right I, we have to break can i talk about this uh gilgo beach serial killer have you been paying attention to this I have a little bit because that's your old deck of the woods, isn't that where you grew up? I, I grew up at Gilgo Beach. I know all about Gilgo Beach. I meant to ask you if you even knew this guy. I didn't know the guy because uh, he's a creeper. But uh, Billy Baldwin went to high school with him, apparently in in Massapequa. Uh, I got I, I have a couple of questions about this Gilgo Beach psychopath.
0: All right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that also. Uh, President Trump was informed that he is the uh, target of the January 6th investigation. I want to address that a little bit, too, and a lot, a lot of more stuff, whatever whatever sort of strikes our fancy as we continue on with this stream of consciousness podcast that we call Beckett Millhaven. Just Saying, on the big 550 KTRS. Three, two, we are back. Uh, those listening on the radio, and of course, everybody listening on the podcast, uh, we thank you. If you're listening to the podcast, or for that matter, listening on the radio, uh, make sure that you like, subscribe, get to know us so that uh, you don't miss a podcast. Uh, we're getting good response on this. I think people like what we're doing. We talk about some issues, a couple of old friends having conversations. So um anyway, uh, so are, we, anyway,
1: are so, we getting are we getting good response from this thing?
0: We actually have people are actually listening to this thing. Yeah. How about that? I know. Right. Right?
1: surprise me. so too. so this 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 Gilgo Beach serial killer that they just arrested. Um, for those who don't know, it's been going on for like ten years. and Dateline there's a Netflix series or one of those streaming services did a documentary on this, and there's like ten people who went missing over the last ten years or so. A number of them were sex workers. and when they were going to look for one, they found another one, and then they found another one. and they found them in this place in Long Island called Gilgo, which as you mentioned uh, uh, Tom. Uh, my cousin wrote the book, that, uh, uh, The Tender Bar, that they turned into the movie about my family with Ben Affleck and George Clooney and everybody else. In the book, J.R. talks about how Uncle Charlie took us to Gilgo Beach. And there are sections of the book that are, that are set in Gilgo Beach. And in the movie, at the end of the movie, they're playing around on the beach. That's supposed to be Gilgo Beach. So I know this area very, very well. I've spent my summers out at Gilgo Beach. Were there, a lot of, um, were,
0: were there a lot of sex workers at Gilgo Beach?
1: No, no. Well, I mean, I was 10 and 11, so I, I didn't notice. Um, but I didn't think there were any more sex workers there than anywhere else. I just mm-hmm. um, it's it's um, it's right there. It, it's right past Jones Beach. And it's this strip of highway that is just all sandy beach. And then the, the houses are sort of inland a little bit. And so I've been, you know, for ten years. It's like, oh, there's a serial killer out of Gilgo, and out of nowhere, they just arrest this guy. Hey, did you figure out how they found out who this this guy was?
0: Of a DNA from some thrown away pizza,
1: a pizza crust. Yeah, a pizza crust. They 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 somehow triangulated or figured out um, that he was using a burner phone at his home out by Gilgo, and then using another burner phone in his office in Manhattan apparently he works for a very reputable uh architectural firm and he's an architect mm-hmm. and he l- led this normal life his a wife and two kids but he was this crazy you know Jack the Ripper guy so they followed him around for months he finally threw out a piece of pizza crust uh at a in a excuse me in a in a trash can in the city they went through it they pulled out the pizza crust and figured out the DNA that he left on one of the bodies with this pizza crust. So here's my question for you. Um, why does, by the I way, know, my why, sister- Why don't you eat all your
0: pizza crust? That, that's the question, right?
1: <laughs> well, there, no, a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of New Yorkers don't eat the crust, but <laughs> little heads up here. If you are a serial killer, finish your whole pizza. Um, so here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming out now They're, 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 you know, they're going through his house and they're, you know, talking to his wife and his two children. And I can only imagine the nightmare they're, they're going
0: through. There's, there's kids going to be in therapy forever.
1: But they found, one of the things they found was 200 guns in his basement, right? And this is a big revelation. Why? There's no laws to say how many guns you can have. Is there? Well, no, but but don't you find that rather odd? I mean, who needs two hundred guns? Uh, half of Missouri has two hundred guns in their basement. So yeah, but I half
0: don't... of Missouri is rather odd. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, I, I, I yeah, I mean, I think having one gun is odd, but having two hundred is even. But but I I, I I i this is the same thing with the Branch Davidians. They went in because they had a stockpile of guns. There's nothing illegal. About stockpiling guns, or or am I missing something?
0: Well, no, no, branch of Indians, and re, my memory is a little hazy on this, but there was also issues there about how they were treating uh, the
1: children. No, no, so no there, I there, I get there, that. there, there right. was
0: more to it than just oh, we got it was not it was not just the government coming after their guns. That was not it at all.
1: Right, right, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it, it, but they're saying, oh, he had two hundred guns in his basement. I don't know if, the, and I, not that I'm an anti-gun guy or a pro-gun gun guy, but part of the gun argument is, you know, why do you have 200 guns? Well, why not? It's not against the law. It's the type of guns. He didn't have a he didn't have a a shoulder-fired missile uh, in his basement. He had guns, whether they were legal or not. I don't know, but I don't know. It just seems like an odd thing to sort of fixate on is the number of guns he had in, in his in his basement.
0: Well, I. I... I think that when you're dealing with a guy that you know, was accused of murdering these people, I think guns in the basement, that's maybe part of an issue. Uh, but I also think it's also a thing that it's a, a deal where um, uh, it's a it's a good headline, you know, for the story. It is, it is a good headline. I mean, if he had, you know, if he had 200, I don't know, I mean, if he had 200 uh uh beanie babies down there. Would that be part of the story? I don't know. You know, is it, no, that would does be it weird show too. does it show some sort of obsession? I don't know. Does it show yeah. some sort of psychological profile? I, I I don't know, but uh
1: this is this is reason six hundred and ninety-five why I'm against Halloween, too. Did you see this where I was reading in the New York Times?
0: Oh, talk- oh wait, 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 wait. We're talking about a serial killer in your old hometown. Yes. And now you are saying that this is why you're against Halloween.
1: Yes. Let me finish. Okay. They were, they were interviewing his neighbors and, you know, half the neighbors were like, Hey, it he seemed like a normal guy. He had a briefcase. He walked to the train, got on the train, you know, at the end of the day, you saw him walk back from the train into his house. But a couple of neighbors were like, we didn't like to go to his house for Halloween. We always thought there was something a little creepy about his house for Halloween. So this is why I'm against Halloween. Because you're going up to a serial killer's house that you don't know is a serial killer, and asking for candy. What is wrong with you? It makes sense. There, there
0: every 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 block has at least one house where the owner of that house gives everybody else on the block the creeps. Yeah, and if you can't think of who that is, good chance it might be you. <laughs>
1: So but, there, but but for years there were kids going to this guy's house who was but, a serial killer. But
0: he wasn't killing the kids, he was killing the hookers. Allegedly. The of,
1: okay. So so you you wouldn't mind sending you that's it. You can't watch Emerson for Halloween. You can send it oh, up to it. <laughs> a...
0: <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not going to watch Emerson for Halloween. But at the same time, at the same time, it's you know, I mean, you can't make it sound like oh, you know, every creepy guy uh who's anybody that has a little creepy neighbor that there is some sort of mass murderer because they're not.
1: Well, I just don't want to take a chance sending the kid up to the front door. You never know.
0: Well, that's why you go with the kid to check on him.
1: Yeah, but how many times do you open up the door for Halloween and there's no parent there? Or I love the parents. I only go to the houses that I know. Okay, great. But my house, a bunch of kids go there that I've never seen before.
0: You you, you and your Halloween thing. You, I mean, I, 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 I've dealt with this for I don't know how many years. Where the whole costume idea? You hate the costume idea. You hate the, the trick or treating. You it's just you are just you are just maybe the world's youngest curmudgeon. Although you're not that young anymore, but you've been this way ever since I've known you.
1: I was this way when I was knocking on serial killers' doors asking for Mounds bars for Halloween.
0: Yeah, really. Yeah, really. So speaking
1: um, of, speaking of curmudgeons, uh, we were talking about this on the show today. Did you see The Bachelor? is going to have the silver edition.
0: I did see that. Did I watch the bachelor? No, I have never understood the fascination with the bachelor. I know people love it. I know that you, you're a fan of the bachelor. aren't you? I, I, I
1: have, I was early on a fan of the bachelor. I've stopped listening, watching it. I think they jumped the shark uh, at some point, but now they got the senior bachelor, a 71 year old guy. And they're only yep. going to have women over the age of 65. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's going to be very interesting. To see what the ratings are on that?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be through the roof.
0: In, well, it all depends. I mean, I, it, it all depends. I, mean, I, I did see a picture um, while scrolling on uh, news stories. I did see a picture of the guy. I mean, you know, he—he's one of those. I mean, this guy, this guy, I'm sure, because he looks like a stud. I'm sure that this guy, ladies, if you're if you're going to be one of the contestants on The Bachelor, uh. Make sure that you check uh, his uh, uh, STDs uh, history <laughs> before you hook up with him in a hot tub. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, this guy, I mean, look, the guy's a stud, you know, and so he's 71, which means that he lived through the whole, uh, you know, free love, 60s, 70s. <sighs> he uh, was married. There.
1: He married his high school sweetheart. He was married for 43 years. She Thanks. died suddenly in 2014. 17. What does that mean?
0: It means you spent way too much time looking at this stuff. I had <laughs> no idea. I just saw, I just took a glance at the picture. I saw the headline. It was like,
1: well, there's something I'm not interested in. Well, they're uh, are they putting grab bars in the fantasy suite. Um, are they really? No, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be funny, you know? Uh,
1: they got, they got, they got Viagra in the, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the candy dish.
0: Uh, yeah, he's he's supposed to beat one of the women there out out by the swimming pool, and she's late and late and late. Turns out that she's fallen and can't get up. <laughs> I mean, really? Okay, so let me ask you this: How would you feel?
1: The jokes if, like, just write themselves.
0: Yeah, precisely. I mean, this will be the laughing stock. The, there's going to be all sorts of bat, you know, silver bachelorette and bachelor jokes on this. How would you feel if your grandma was on that show?
1: Not good. This, this, this was my whole topic today. This, this, was not, this would not be good. I would have an issue if grandma I was trying to get with some 71-year-old man who wasn't grandpa. I would have an issue with it. Yeah, but grandma
0: says, screw you, I got needs.
1: I, 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 I know, I'm not, I'm not. I'm also against the whole anti-diversity thing about this. What do you Diversity, mean? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Well, they're only having women who are over 65. What about the forty-year-old woman who wants to to, to date the seventy-one-year-old? They're they're not very big into diversity. By, by the by
0: the way, by the way, I'm sure I'm sure that if there's a forty-year-old woman who wants to date this guy, that uh, they probably already found each other out there somewhere. <laughs> there are websites for that. This is a TV show.
1: I um, I, I don't I I'm going to watch this with. This is going to be a horror show. I I just I this is you're not going to be able to look away. I mean, what are the women going to do? Bring him like lasagna for the for the opening for the opening limo ride instead of a box of chocolates, he gives
0: her a box of hard candy.
1: Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, um, that's that's unreal. Uh, I mean, well, look. Hey, you know, I mean, look, network TV is in a bind. You know, they, they 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 don't want to spend a lot of money developing, you know, expensive dramas or sitcoms. So they come up with this cheaper reality TV stuff. And after a while, you got to go. Okay, how often do we keep going to that well? So now let's do this. You talk about jumping the shark. I think that this might be jumping the shark here. Going like, hey, now we're going to get some geriatrics who are going to go and uh, you know share share roses. Uh, or, or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, why
1: were you late? I've fallen and I couldn't get up. <laughs> they had to stop production. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: yeah. Something wrong with you.
0: Wrong with me. Wrong with the wrong with ABC.
1: Wrong with. I don't, I don't want to watch, you know, I don't want, I don't mind watching your grandma, but I don't want to watch my grandma. <laughs> I mean, or my, or worse, my mom or your mom going on TV. You know, you know, what is so weird though? Remember when, like,
0: when you were young, the idea of like people that age having sex would like just gross you out and think it was like unheard of. A- and yeah. now that I'm like, you know, rapidly approaching that age,
1: uh, yeah,
0: you know, that <laughs> ain't,
1: ain't a bad thing. Yeah, but um, all right. All right. All right. All right.
0: You want to take a break? I'm going to take a break here real quick here. Take a break. If you're listening to the podcast, we'll be back in a, just a matter of seconds. If you're uh, listening on the radio, we will be back in a matter of minutes. This is Beckett Millhaven, Just saying on the big Five Fifty KTRS. We are back. This is Beckett Millhaven, Just saying I'm Tom Becca. He's McGraw Millhaven here. And, um, uh, okay, so today when we were, started recording this, uh, word came down that Donald Trump is saying that the uh, Justice Department has informed him that he is a target in the January 6th investigation. Um, uh, this to me is uh, – how does this end? How, I mean, how does this end? Because the people that are still behind him, which just amazes me, there's still so many uh, people behind him, they're not going to like this. And they're not going to believe it, and the evidence will all be there, and they're not going to uh, accept it. W- what happens? What? Put on your, put open up your, uh, your uh, put on your creston hat and uh, get out your crystal ball and tell me how is this all going to end?
1: I th- really think that um, he's going to lose in the ballot box. I really do. I really think, and and, and not, I, I, I don't think I don't think he's going to get the nomination. I think the people of Iowa, uh, you know, the people, uh, people who are running the DeSantis, the Christie's, the Asa Hutchinson's, the Tim Scott's the list of the myriad of people who are going town to town, Iowa to Iowa, uh, going town to town, shaking hands in New Hampshire, doing the legwork. Ultimately, the people in those states are going to see that that Donald Trump is running for president from 10,000 feet in the air. And he's not going to show up for the debates. And I think those people, I, I, I just, it's going to be too much. And the people in New Hampshire and, and Iowa are going to want to move on. And so I think that's where it's going to start to crack. But, you know, Iowa and New Hampshire's, you know, January, February of next year. So that's what I think. As for what's going on with the courts, who knows?
0: Well, First of all, okay, so I right at the Iowa border. Donald Trump was in town a couple of weeks ago, and they're in their Council Bluffs, Iowa, he was in town. Had a few thousand people show up, and it was not geared to be a big rally. It was more supposed to be supposed to be a discussion about agriculture, and uh, so they wanted to make it more of a, um, town uh, was a small town hall sort of a, a deal, right? I spoke with a guy that went to it, and he's a big Trumper. He, I mean, he the guy is a big Trumper and everything, and that and. It was it, sort of interesting because he was basically saying some negative things about the event, but then when Bush push came to shove, nothing negative about Trump. It was like he was talking about how, you know, he got there and he thought that Trump was, you know, be a half hour or so. Well, Trump went on for about an hour and a half. He talked about how, uh, you know, so much of it was uh, Trump's grievances and stuff and things that he heard before. And he talked about that. Uh, and he talked about how some people were leaving before the speech was over. He told he told me that, but then when all is said and done, it's like, oh no, he's still a trumper. So I don't know. I don't know how you get beyond that. I mean, well, you
1: can be a you can be a trumper and not vote for him. You can you, you can su- support Donald Trump, but say you know you, you can love Ronald Reagan, but then vote for somebody else. You can love Donald Trump, just just I, 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 I again, how does somebody run for, for, for president? complaining about the election from three years ago what are you going to do for me what are you going to do for the country what are you going to do i mean right now he's running with the rf kennedy jr wing of the uh, republican party it doesn't make any sense right, no, 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 wait, bo- wait,
0: wait wait it doesn't make any sense maybe the most true thing you've ever said but do you remember what the ele- what the, the trump administration was like there's a lot of stuff that didn't make sense no, and I get it. It still happened. I mean, no. So I, I, I mean, I understand. Look, in a perfect world, and I don't look, you know, you, you don't have to be a, a fan of Joe Biden to say that, uh, you know, the, a Trump presidency would be a disaster. You know, I mean, there, I uh, I don't know, man. I, I hope you're right about losing the ballot box. Uh, although, you know, then he would just say that it was fixed and that. Uh, well,
1: I'm sure know, whatever. Wrong, you know, but so. I, I, I heard a stat last night. I think it was 75, and I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear the, the poll. It was on, might've been on MSNBC, I forget. But uh, 75% of Americans don't want Joe Biden or Donald Trump to run for re-election. Yeah. And yet that's what we're gonna get. So what a disconnect between what the American people want and the American people vote. So it's a strange disconnect.
0: I will say I'm, I'm of the belief. I'm of the belief that that Biden is not the nominee, and I know that just sounds crazy. I think Gavin Newsom is going to be the nominee, which I could be too. which could be problematic because you know he is uh, much further to the left. Uh, so if if Gavin Newsom is the nominee, then he's going to have to you know bring in somebody, uh, you know maybe a
1: well uh, let, maybe well a... let 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 if Gavin Newsom comes in that. Automatically solves the Kamala Harris problem, yeah. Because you can't have two people from the same state run for the presidency on the same party, so he wouldn't pick Kamala Harris, and so therefore frees him up to pick somebody else. No, there's a reason why Gavin Newsom is making interviews. There's a reason why he is out there being being public, because the truth is, is that Joe Biden is one curb away from having a gash in his face for three months yeah, and you just can't run for a president with a giant gash on your face. No, you're right. I mean, the guy, God loved the guy, but it, I'm sorry. And, you know, mental capacities, you know, it changes in an instant, right? he might be fine today, but in three months you can go downhill pretty fast in three months when you're 83 years old or whatever he is. So I, I, I don't, I'm with you. I'm not so sure I'm sold on on Joe Biden being the nomination, and I'm not so sure of Donald Trump being the nomination because I think the normal people, not the crazies on the left and not the crazies on the right, but the overwhelming majority of people in the middle is going to vote for the person, either the Republican or the Democrat, who is of able-bodied right age. If Chris Christie got in or Gavin Newsom got in, I think they would blow the other one away if they were against Joe Biden. A Joe, a, a Chris Christie, Joe Biden race, I think Chris Christie wins 40 states. I think a Gavin Newsom, Donald Trump thing, I think Gavin Newsom wins 40 states, 38 states.
0: But, 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 and here's what I know you know and yet fail oh, to I mention, mention oh, is that but that's not how primaries are run. No, I and, get it. And and it's and the primary. You got to get through the primary. I, I, Look, Chris Christie right now would be my guy, to be honest with you. Chris Christie right now would be my guy. But uh, remember how Chris Christie got blasted when he hugged Obama, when Obama tried to help him out during Superstorm Sandy? And how the right. Republicans, the far right, just blasted him for that? I mean, I don't – look, Chris Christie would get my nomination, would get my vote, right? But I don't think it'll ever make it to the point where I'll even have that chance by the time – uh, the primary gets to Nebraska.
1: I'll tell you what, I think Tim Scott is, is a dark horse. I don't he's, know. The, he's the only one who's inspirational. He's the only one who has that Obama, Ronald Reagan, inspirational story, you know, Mount a, a City on a Shining Hill. He's the only, everyone else is doom and gloom. He's the only one who's being sort of um, inspirational. He, he may be playing the Christian card a little bit too much,
0: uh, which could end up hurting him in a general. But uh, I heard Tim Scott uh, speak. He came to uh, Council Bluffs. I heard him speak, and uh, he was he he gave a great presentation. The room was packed. He had a good crowd, and uh, he, he gave a nice he gave a nice presentation. So, uh, no, I I agree. There's a lot to be said between now and then, but um, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we want to talk about the politics of all this with Donald Trump, where I think that the more uh, interesting part is going to be the legal aspects of it. I mean. Never thought I'd see in my day an actual, you know, one of our uh, former president ending up um, behind bars
1: Well, or or even
0: being indicted.
1: Here's the thing that kills me about this documents case. He goes on Fox News and he keeps claiming he had an absolute right to take those documents through the Presidential Records Act. Somebody needs to explain to him, you're not being charged with taking the documents. That's not what you're being charged with. You're being charged with what you're admitting to is that you didn't give them back. He's saying, I didn't have to give them back. No, he had to give them back. He was asked for it. He was subpoenaed for it a million times. He's not being charged with taking the documents. So he needs to stop saying he had a right to take the documents. That's not what he's charged with. He's charged with not giving them back. And he sounds like an idiot. And he's basically admitting that he kept the documents when he's saying, I was allowed to take them.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I think Donald Trump knows that. I'm not so sure that um, his followers do. So um, let's end on let's end on a more um, upbeat uh, note here. My nephew turned me on to this. I started watching it last night. Have you started watching the Netflix series on quarterbacks?
1: Oh, the Peyton Manning thing?
0: No, no. Well Peyton Manning is in it. He's sort of like, like a narrator, but it's following uh Patrick Mahomes. It's following um uh the Atlanta Falcons quarterback and uh, also um uh Minnesota's what the Mariucci? right? Uh yeah. It follows all of them uh on the uh, last season. And mm-hmm. it's it's been uh it's been pretty fascinating. It's been pretty interesting.
1: What's it on Netflix?
0: it's on Netflix, it's called quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah.
1: Does it yeah. have the New York Jets uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers, who's going to win the Super Bowl this year? Have, uh, talking uh, about
0: them, uh, uh, no. Doesn't that really Aaron Rodgers? Not really focused on it now. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Well, go go watch quarterback. Um, what you should do is you should avoid the Sex in the City season two. Is terrible.
0: Well, you know, you and I here I'm talking about watching quarterbacks, and so far you've talked about The Bachelor and Sex in the City. I'm. You and, you and you and I have different viewing habits.
1: I, well, look, you first of all, you know me. Every time the Sex in the City movie came out, I, I dressed up as my favorite Sex in the City character and went to the midnight showing. Um, but this season, I'm waiting for Aiden. So first to come of all,
0: up. first of all, I do know you, but I didn't know that about you, <laughs> and I'm not sure I wanted to know that about
1: you. I'm waiting for Aiden to show up. Um, and I gotta sit through all these terrible episodes waiting for Aiden to show up. Uh, yeah, don't watch it. It's it's terrible, it's awful. Yeah, but do watch, do watch the Golden Bachelor. Okay, did you, I, did you, do you have to go? You seem preoccupied.
0: Oh, I just thought I just had a text, so I don't probably understand what it means. Yeah.
1: All right, Um, all right. Well, lastly, if you want to watch something, uh, go on YouTube and uh, do a Saturday Night Live search for the Amazon Alexa Silver Edition. Do you ever see that? No. Oh my goodness! Saturday Night Live did a spoof on Alexa, but they did the senior version. Oh, I did. I did see that. Oh, Alexa. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. And it was like, Alexa, what are those kids doing down the street? I don't like (laughs) them.
0: Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. okay. Well, well, we're wrapping this up. It was an interesting, uh, interesting conversation, as always, my friend. Uh, Enjoy talking with you. I will. Uh, we'll do this again next week. As I said, if uh, you're following us, uh, you know, make sure you follow us and get updates on all the podcasts when they become available. And uh, thanks for listening on KTRS. Those who are listening on KTRS, and we will uh, do this again next week. Until next time, I'm
1: Tom Becker. I'm McGraw-Millelhaven. Thank you for your time. Bye-bye. Ahura Media Production.